welcome to another episode of Independent Wrestling Guide, reviewing the best and worst of independent wrestling. I know the voice at the beginning sounds different because Jayhawk, his internet has decided to attack him and it's not working. So instead, it is me joining the hosting duties, Marcy, and I'm always joined by Jay Gold. Hey, and I've heard that Jayhawk wanted to go over, but the internet did not let him. So... He decided that he was going to walk. <laughs> what? And, <laughs> and Charlie Butters. I'm enjoying some of this delicious Kaplan jerky right now, made from the finest bear shark meat in the world. It's delicious. I hear bear shark meat is very tender, and it, and you can pulverize it often, and then you make it, and it's delicious once you dry it out. That's what I've heard. Uh, right. I mean... I'm, I've witnessed some of that process last night. It was it was uh, a beautiful process. <laughs> oh, Marcy joined. Marcy's the host, and it all goes straight to hell right away. This isn't my fault. Don't put the blame on me. <laughs> Marcy, what exciting thing did you get to do last night? I, at I the AIW which, show. What you could be talking about? We went. We both went to a show. Yeah, AIW. At least we had a good time. I don't know what you could be talking about. And all the and all all the cuties were all over you, including one that you have a massive crush on. I saw the picture; it is amazing. Go ahead and let the home audience know what you did. The home office arranged a picture for myself with I don't now you <laughs> with Kevin Koo, everyone. She got the picture with Kevin Koo. It was amazing. That's amazing. That's pretty I, rad. I certainly didn't have any problem using words or anything at that in that moment. I can only imagine, Mars, what was going through your mind at that point. Uh, the the anxiety, the anxiousness, the flutters of meeting Kevin Koo last night. And you know me. I don't get flustered easily. No, you absolutely do. Uh, we fluster you on this show all the time. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I bark like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's great. That. that picture made me so happy that when I got to see that, the group chat a, was was certainly uh, joyous. When that it was. Happened. It's like a, it's like a year long journey, Mars, and you get right there. It is, bam, right there for you. An unexpected surprise. Yes, I didn't know he lived anywhere near the Cleveland area. I guess he was. He's going somewhere with Dom afterwards, or maybe they were doing something. But that was that's pretty rad. According to his Twitter, he moved to Chicago recently, so he's about, you know, a decent drive, but he's traveling with Dom, so why not come hang out at AIW? Maybe he's I, planting I, the seeds in Thorne's mind about a VIF I, show. I, I, I don't even care if they're a tag team in AIW. I would absolutely just love to have Koo on the roster in AIW. Let him go up against Shaw Mason. Let him go up against these guys. Like I'm, these matches would be fucking amazing. Koo is an amazing singles wrestler. He is. Yeah, Why he we're is. not using him? I do not understand because well, he is he is a name on the card and he is somebody that can go with any of these guys in the ring. And I would love to see all the matches. Koo versus Derek. Koo versus Josh. Come on, who wouldn't want to see those matches? Those matches. Yeah. Him against the entire roster. Like that. That's a whole. That's a one whole guy. That I, I would pay to see face anybody in the AIW roster, student or legend or anybody, I would pay to see Q face. Um, I, I'm sure understand. there was something. Well, I'm sure there was something to it um, with either travel or the way that Dom and Ku pres are presented. There had to be something at the time, but there's obviously with the way the the you know the way things are right now to have someone that close. 
I am sure that that Thorne would look into that. I, I you you can't imagine. You, I mean, he's he's got his 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 ear to it. I mean, Thorne knows what's up. I, I can't imagine there not being a unless there's some reason why he can't get on. I'm I would imagine that you'll probably see him in 23 at, at in an AIW show, probably a big one. I'm no reason he can't be a Gauntlet. No reason he can't be a Jaylet. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm really begging like uh, there's there's you know I have my guys like the the one main guy that I've been asking for is Brian Keith yep um but uh if there was anybody that was obviously an easier get uh it's coup I mean him uh Alec price back like I know yeah. he's I know he'll be back later this year um so like I know like you know that's that's another guy that I like I want constantly on the roster so I know he's gonna be back but like yeah if I had like guys that I would love to have an AIW, like who is at the top of that list? I mean, mm-hmm. especially in a more permanent role because he is relatively close. Yeah. Coo, a hundred percent. Like he, oh, I'd love good. to see him against Shaw, like please him and Shaw him and uh, our, our guest today, Austin James, like, Oh, they, these matches would rock. Yeah. I think, I think you, I think you're going to start to see some of that creativity in, uh, in, in the booking as, maybe, I mean, AIW's got an aggressive schedule again this year, maybe, you know, to help sell, move those tickets in certain new venues. Cause I know they're going to look for new venues with the Odeon closed. You're going to see some names to draw that attention. So, you know, who knows? I mean, I think you'll probably get your wish somewhere along the lines. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, since uh, Jayhawk isn't here to tell us uh, what's on this weekend, I guess, uh, Marcy, you're going to do that too, right? I'm responsible, and I even I even typed a few of these shows out because I am prepared. <laughs> it's so Get great how I can, I can throw shade at him when he can't defend himself. Yeah, why not? <laughs> What's, on What's on this weekend? weekend? So yeah, Fight TV doesn't have shit for shit listed. I'm sure something will <laughs> pop up. <laughs> that's what we should say every week that's evergreen fight tv doesn't have shit listed we can't figure it out but independent wrestling.tv has a few shows um starting friday at 8 p.m eastern central time st louis anarchy's gateway to anarchy 2023 uh featuring for the gateway heritage championship Derek neal taking on warhorse for the destination championship christian Rowe taking on kenny alfonso and manders taking on gary J. I like to see Manders back in like a full time all over the place. Makes me happy. He's a nice kid. On Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Pro Wrestling Magic presents My Own Worst Enemy. For the Junior Heavyweight Championship, it'll be Vinny Pacifico defending against Cheeseburger. For the Dark Arts Championship, Steve Off will be defending against Chris Ryan. And for the Pro Wrestling Magic Championship, it'll be Kerr defending against the Wrecking Bowl. Um, Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Beyond Wrestling presents. Might snow, which is very fitting where we are right now. Yes. <laughs> Ohio got a nice dusting today. Just a little bit. Uh, Leo Rush will be taking on Alec Price. Marcus Mathers will be taking on Wheeler Yuta. And Willow Nightingale will be taking on Ichiban. Oh, Leo Rush and Alec Price. That's going to be a banger right there. That's, Ooh, that's, yeah. yeah. See, I thought that's he retired, saying. though. I thought he retired. Leo he Rush. retires like, like after every match. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's just what he does. That's fine. Uh, outstanding uh is that it do we got anything else that's, and that's what's on this weekend that's what he says right <laughs> it's a, Woo! That's a all right it's, you know what it's a big weekend we got the royal rumble coming up so i'm not surprised that they um that they're not running there's not too many shows on saturday look you gave me like two minutes to know this 
No, yeah, I'm, it's not, okay. I'm absolutely fine with it. Like no, I told you, you, you thought we were going to cut it. And I'm like, nah, nah, we're not cutting it. We're going to, we're going to do a two minute and be done. Cause we are prepared. That's right. Ish. Fresh meat. What's going on guys? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. There he is. Austin. Good to hear from you. Hey guys. We had, uh, we're glad to have you. We had, Hendrix Hawkins on last week calling us from a GameStop. We had uh, Big Sam Holloway calling us, I think, from his office. And now we have the Silver Slugger, Austin James, which is great. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and we, you know, we watched the show last night, which was great. I wanted to uh, first welcome you. And um, I guess I'll start off. We'll get, as we said last week, the week before, we're going to get some of these house cleaning questions, housekeeping questions out of the way. Um, what I wanted to do is kind of start with, Tell us a, a little bit about yourself, your background, what brought you to wrestling. Tell us a little bit about your, um, you know, your where you came from to bring you to this point. Yeah, so um, I've always kind of been a fan um, of wrestling, but mostly TV wrestling, you know, uh, WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, never really knew much about the independent scene or was ever really shown anything about the independent scene. Um, so never really got into that stuff. Um, but what happened was... Uh, I reached out to Marino one day because I went to high school with Marino. Uh, we actually played baseball together. Um, and I reached out to him one day and was like, hey, how do I get into this? And he was real cool and sent me all the information and reached out. And that's how I got into it. Uh, but some background, uh, you know, I played sports all my life. Um, really into baseball, obviously. Um, Couldn't I played tell. a little bit of football. <laughs> yeah, you know. I played a little bit of football here and there. Um, I wasn't, you know, the biggest, the fastest, the strongest or anything like that. So I was kind of just there. Uh, but baseball was always something that I really enjoyed and was decent at. Um, I played, you know, like I said, high school baseball, uh, but nothing further than that. Um, I went off to college. I actually went to Kent State. Um, so I love the outpost. Uh, <laughs> so that's cool. Kind of a little uh, throwback for me, you know. Um and then uh, I was actually uh, in the police academy. Uh, that was something I wanted to do. Um, and that didn't really work out. It wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. So fast forward, uh, reached out to Marino, give this a try. Here we are. So tell us a little bit about, so you went to Kent State. You didn't play sports there. Um, you, you watched TV wrestling. So the difference, I guess, you probably realize now in that a lot of people who watched the independence had a, had a better, I guess, an idea of what was coming when they walked through the doors. So, you know, watching TV wrestling and saying to yourself, okay, there's a performance center, X and Y, that kind of thing. What were your thoughts? Um, what, what did you, what was going through your mind the first day you stepped into the AIW school, uh, like maybe a two part or what did you think was going to happen? Like, you, you know, let's be honest. what did you think was going to happen? And then what did happen when you walked through those doors? Yeah, so I actually started with a buddy, um, and uh, it didn't really work out for him. But we went together. We went and uh, watched a practice. We know what what is going on. What what is what are we walking into? And um, it was it was really cool. Like we really enjoyed you know watching some of the guys in the ring, you know, trying some new stuff. And like I said, we didn't know much about anything. Uh, our first show. My first show seeing AAW was Hell on Earth in Brook Park. Oh. Um, 
so so that was back in 2019. I started in 2020 uh, in February, right before the pandemic. So you know it was you know that time period, and we really you know we really enjoyed it, and we were like let's give this a try. So the next week we officially signed on, and it it definitely was different than I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it to be kind of like you know in your face, hardcore, like you know. Yeah, like not, tough like, enough? You, you thought it was? Did you think it was yeah. gonna be like tough enough? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you yeah. you see all those videos and like yeah. you know the famous Triple H video, like yelling at the the you know the students and stuff. So like that's kind of what I thought it was gonna be, and it wasn't. It was more welcoming and more like, hey, like thanks for coming, guys. You know, let's see what we can do with you, and you know, let's work on some some of the real small fundamentals. So you take so your first I, bump. What did you What did you feel like? You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like, you know, it hurt, right? But it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, you know, something like, oh, yep, see ya, not coming back. It didn't deter me at all. So, now, do you do you have a do you have a large family? What did what did your family say to you when you decided to start into this world? Um, yeah, so everyone was pretty much supportive. Um, you know, like the the biggest one was probably my grandfather. You know, he's like a big influence on my life, and uh, he. He was a little, you know, not so sure about it because, um, you know, he wanted me to continue on with like, you know, trying to, you know, be like the police and stuff and, and all that stuff. So he was kind of hesitant on it, you know, and I persuaded him enough to where he was really cool about it. But like my parents were all about it. They were, you know, they, they thought it was really cool. Um, you know, I have a little brother and uh, when I say little, we're like 16 years apart. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh yeah, he's uh he actually he, he's pretty big fan. So they don't get to come out to a lot of shows. Um, the family that you guys see at the shows is mostly my fiance's family, who are now huge wrestling fans, which is a shock. I did not see that coming, but I love it. So yeah, the family they support it, they love it. So so you you go through you go you sign on in February. You start going through before just before the pandemic. The pandemic hits. You're in. You're in a little rhythm going on. How did you keep yourself and your mind mentally ready to uh, to keep going as far as as in the school? Because yeah. a, a few of the guys said the same thing. You know, the class that you guys you, you debuted with, uh, you know, had to do this through the pandemic as well. So, how did you deal with that at the beginning of your career? Yeah, so it was really tough because you know we just got started. We just got our feet wet, and you know, starting to do some roles, starting to learn a couple moves, nothing crazy. You know, we were only a month in before the pandemic really took over. Um, and like, for me, it, it, it really was hard at first because like, I, I feel like I, I naturally got into it. You know, I, I, I feel like I, I was starting to get things, things were clicking and then it just all stopped. And you're like, well, what do I do now? So, you know, we kept in contact with everyone in the school and like, they would send us out stuff to like, you know, watch and do stuff, uh, on the side. Um, but it was really rough. You know, I was just really trying to watch wrestling and, you know, kind of learn about AIW. I mean, that time I, I was really going back and watching old shows and trying to, you know, learn on my knowledge, you know. So what did you watch? What did they tell you to watch? And uh, and did you get did you start watching besides AIW? Did you go and start watching any indie shows? Did you get an idea of that lifestyle? Or were you doing pandemic WWE, AEW? What were you doing in that time? to get like yourself prepared or, or even just kind of smartened up, so to speak is like, what's going on. Yeah. It was more or less like kind of like smarten up. Like I kind of want to like 
know what's going on, you know? Um, so it was more or less old AIW stuff. Um, but some of the stuff they, they told us to watch was, um, some old like impact, um, and that kind of stuff. Just so, like specific matches, like not like whole shows, just like, uh, Dom would send us, um, a couple of like homework assignments and, you know, we'd have to fill out some, uh, like, just like, what did you learn? Like, what was one thing that stuck out to you in this match? And we didn't do a ton of that, but you know, it was something to try to keep us engaged. Um, so did you did you take it upon yourself to like to go look at other stuff or did you did you just do the yeah, so the stuff they gave I, you? I I was mostly like on social media, like kind of just seeing what the scene was all about. Um, I didn't really watch too much other stuff. I was really focused on really trying to learn the AIW history, um, which you know I still am learning to this day all the stuff that I mean the company's been around forever, so it's a lot. But it's really cool to like go back and say, wow this person wrestled here, that person wrestled here, or, you know, just all the storylines that they put on and stuff. So it was mostly AIW stuff, you know, really learning like what I actually got myself into. What did I sign on for? Um, but yeah, we, we were, you know, staying engaged and Dom was really trying to, you know, keep us, you know, around and in the loop. You know what I mean? So you get, you get to that point. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to keep going kind of just with the cleanup up to the start and then we'll, we'll break off into our other questions. So you get through the pandemic, you're practicing, you're getting back, you, you, you get the, you get told you're going to do, you get told you're going to do your first day, your first match, right? Thorne tells you, let's say two months in advance, this is when you're debuting. This is who you're going up against. I, I, and if, and, and I'm sorry if I forgot, was it, was it Derek who your first match it was, was? It was the Duke. Oh, Duke. Okay, so he tells yeah. you this is what's going on. Let's let's talk about preparation, and then tell us about your first experience stepping through the curtains at the Odeon and what was going through your mind. Okay, yeah. So, um, my biggest problem with wrestling was a character. You know, I had a couple of things in mind, but nothing really clicked. Um, at first, I kind of wanted to be something with uh, like the Purge. You know, kind of like something along that line. But you know, Dom was like, "We'll try not to like." emulate a movie or, or anything like that, try to be a little more original. And I didn't really have anything. And we find out we're debuting and we're like, Oh wow. Like this is like, I have to figure something out like now, you know? So, um, we're doing promo class and, you know, a couple of us had something, some of us didn't like myself and they, the Duke actually, and John and Dom, we were doing promos for them. And they said, well, what do you like to do outside of wrestling? What do you do? as another hobby. I said, Oh, well, I like legitimately play softball. And they're like, all right, well, let's, let's try that. And that's really how it came about. So the slugger was born because of, uh, Hey, let's give this a shot. Um, and I kind of just took off with it. And cause it was really easy for me because I knew that, um, you know, the terminology and the, the lifestyle. Right. So it was really easy for me to transition that into the ring. Um, and then, getting moves and stuff was kind of hard, but like a lot of people, you know, I've, I've tried a couple of things and some people like, Oh, that works or that doesn't work. So that's helped. Um, but when I found out I was having the Duke, uh, I had a mix of emotions. I was very excited. Um, because he's very respected in the locker room, you know, you know, he's, he's a vet. So it was, I was really excited. Um, but I was nervous because I didn't want to fuck up. You know, it's the Duke, like, He's one of the top guys, so I didn't wasn't sure what to expect, um, but it was a lot of fun, and like I wouldn't change it. 
So at all. I'm so happy I had the Duke as my so first opponent. You're giving the Duke a lot of credit calling him a top guy. I don't know about all that. No. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> He is, he is a wily veteran. He is a wily yes. veteran for sure. He's a w- wily veteran. You couldn't have gotten somebody better to, to kind of pick his brain. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was great to work with, you know, when we were going over the match and stuff. And, you know, he had some really good ideas. And yeah, even to this day, he still helps me with stuff. Um, so it was really cool to, like, get that experience with him and everything. You, you get the gimmick of the, of the softball player. Duke himself was a softball player or is a softball player. What was the yeah. reaction to you? What was the reaction to you doing that gimmick? Um, how far do you think right now? So uh, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So what was the reaction to that choice? Tell me about the your your debut when you stepped through the curtains. Then I'm gonna I'll, I have a couple more questions before I toss it. Okay, yeah. So um, pretty much like when I told all my friends and like my family, they were all like, "Oh, that's really cool." Like and like I was starting to really brainstorm ideas. Um, and actually, my aunt designed the the diamond logo um so it's she's a good the one, one who, yeah oh thank you yeah, she's yeah. the one who uh really tried that um tried to like really help me with that so that was really cool so they were all supportive um and then dom actually helped me with the song he was like yo yeah dude you should totally do this this fits you and everything I'm like all right cool let's do it so you know it comes time for the match and i'm i'm like a pretty cool guy with being out in the crowd um but I definitely, I got nervous. I was like, holy cow, I'm about to go out in front of all my family and friends. I had uh, probably 30 people there. It was it was insane. My adrenaline was running. And I, I wasn't even sure what I was going to do when I walked to the currency. I was like, uh, what do I do? I don't even know, you know? So, you know, the music hits and I walk through and it just, I just get carried away. I, I didn't, I couldn't even tell you what was going through my mind. I was just like, this is awesome. And I'm so happy I got to perform in the Odeon. Um, like what an atmosphere that is. Yeah. You know, it's sad to see it go. You know, it had it, its ups and downs for sure, but like the lighting and the sound, it was just, it was on another level. So I'm happy I got to wrestle there. You, you um, forgot yeah, the part through, where you made us wait for 45 minutes before you came through the know, curtain. <laughs> you got to wait for perfection. <laughs> you know what? Because so, you said that, maybe I'll add the 20 seconds that I cut off every show for you. Uh, I, I think, it, I, think it, I think it, it fits like you know uh, it, i'm anticipating your return now so yeah. since then I, I've, I've you've grown on me so since then now it's like all right maybe it's worth all it right, maybe, maybe we can wait a little bit so so i was actually telling my daughter that i was interviewing you today and she's she's just learning about wrestling and i said uh, he's his gimmick is he's a he's a softball player and and i said to her i go you know that reminds me of uh and i and i said he's not abe knuckleball schwartz as i I I thought of automatically when the whenever I see a baseball player I go back to I if I don't know if that's too far back for you just yet but check out Abe Knuckleball Schwartz from WWF days he was okay. he had a, his face painted like a baseball don't do that that was the best, that yeah. was the best part. I think I've seen don't you know, be I him. think someone actually mentioned that before I think I've seen a picture of that <laughs> I was going to say do not be him I think yeah. you I think you have something going on I, I think with your size and, and, and your moveset, I think you have something going. You don't want to become a, you know, a character as opposed to, uh, as opposed to, you know, yeah. a, a gimmick or a, a, what you are. So yeah, the, um, the eye black is kind of hard enough to, to come off anyways. I'm so sure. I'll stick with yeah. just that. <laughs> so I had, so you, you get done, you do your thing with Duke, you get done, you go, you go back behind the curtain. Your family was there. Everybody was there. You finish. What were your thoughts on your first match? 
Um, I was really happy. Uh, no one really knew I was doing the moonsault either. So that got a big pop in the back. Um, that was cool. Not a lot of people knew I could even do it. Um, I, that was actually the first time doing it without our crash pad that we have at the school. Mm. Um, so that was very painful, um, cause I missed, uh, so that sucked. Um, <laughs> but it was really cool. Like to get everyone's reaction in the back, like, holy shit, you just did that. Oh, sorry. I swore. But, um, you can swear, dude, this is a podcast. We don't, we don't care. You can say anything you want. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like, I was really genuinely happy. Like I finally did it. You know, I, I made it and like, I was content. Um, you know, obviously the Duke had some pointers and, you know, I took those and, you know, I feel like I've improved since then, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed my match and I was happy with the way it turned out. So that's great. Charlie, you want to, you want to start in? I think I've talked his ear off for now. I'll come up with some more as we go. Uh, yeah. So when you would watch, uh, TV wrestling, did you, uh, emulate it, uh, in the comfort of your home or backyard, even though it told you not to? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, so <laughs> the first match I ever watched was Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. And, I didn't know it's anything. A young, it's a young fella right here. He just dated me as a, <laughs> I feel like a fossil oh, yeah. listening to that. I was at WrestleMania oh. one. You're telling me Jericho and Shawn <laughs> Michaels. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> and I, I just jokingly was like, Oh yeah, like my favorite wrestler whoever wins this match and HBK won the match and I never stopped loving HBK. Uh so it was really funny because like my friends, we would like wrestle in the backyard, but like we didn't have a trampoline. And so we would just, you know, mess around like throw each other through stuff and like get pizza boxes and oh we threw them through the table but it's you know it's a pizza box well then one year i got a trampoline and that changed the game we did so much stuff and it was so much fun uh you know we would have royal rumbles and like in the winter we'd pile all the snow on one side and we'd just full-on throw people off this trampoline into the snow piles didn't hurt at all uh and it was just so much fun um but that's what really like that's when I really started to fall in love with wrestling is me and my buddies in the backyard. You know, we even, you know, fight in the swimming pools and stuff. So we would fight everywhere. <laughs> Did you have a uh, backyard name? Yeah. Uh, Crazy Pants. Crazy Pants was my backyard <laughs> wrestling name. <laughs> uh, and it's because I always did the stupid stuff, man. I, I would jump off stuff and it was just wild. So I didn't have anything really behind it. You know, I didn't have, you know, any gear or anything you know it was just yeah crazy pants sure and we put ladders next to it and everything jump off the ladders i was unsafe my parents hated that but whatever we did it <laughs> I, i'm convinced everybody that i know out in ohio had a trampoline and i lived a completely different my mother would not let me go on a trampoline my most of my young life and everyone i talked to all the wrestlers everybody somehow trampolined and did yep. backyard wrestling and my brother well, and i were taping uh, uh throw pillows to our fists and punching each other in the face, and everyone else is on a trampoline being all safe. I don't know what life I was living. It wasn't. I mean, I wouldn't say it was safe because we did some stupid shit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I took a lot of stuff because my buddy was bigger than me, so he was able to lift me up with ease. And I was a lot smaller than I am now. But uh, he he would do some crap to me, man. I swear. But it was actually worked out because I had a net, so like it was safe for a while. But then I had a big old German shepherd named Bandit. And every time we were in the backyard, he'd have to be out there. But we wouldn't want him to because he would always want to go on the trampoline. So my mom would just have to let him out. 
and he'd come barreling down the back steps, jump on the trampoline. He eventually tore the net, which opened up so much for us. We could then do a <laughs> rumble. We could then do the ladder match. Oh man! I no one thought. No one thought it. of taking. No one thought of just cutting the net out. Right? <laughs> I mean, we did, but like we were we were told to keep it on to be safe. You know. Sure. But then it got broke. So then we were like, "Yeah, this is great. Ooh, we can now yeah. take it off." <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> yeah. So you said you've been going back through uh, rewatching a lot of uh, the history of AIW. Um, what is like? Uh, what's your current favorite show that you've watched? Is there one show that sticks out amongst everything? That's just like one of your favorites. Maybe you've rewatched it several times or anything like that. Um. I don't really like, I'm really bad with the names because there's so many. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff that was like real, like 2019, 2018 is what's like, the, like kind of like almost like the current stuff before the pandemic mm-hmm. um, is what the stuff I was watching. Um, I don't really have a favorite. I kind of just tried to get as much of it in as I can over the past couple of years. So, so um, you I went actually, to, you said you went to that show in Brook Park. That was before you had in mind that you wanted to wrestle. Um, so I've already reached out to Dom at this point. Okay. Um, and so I knew I wanted to, like, we were already in talks. Um, but I was, I saw they had a show coming. I was like, yeah, let's go. So we went, and this is before we went to the school or, or even talked to Dom in person. And so I see him come out. I'm like, oh, that, that's the guy. But emailing me, that's Dominic Greeny. And uh, so that was really cool. I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. You know, he was real busy with the selling merch and stuff. So I didn't really talk to anyone that day uh, but that show was was wild and it was so so much fun it was a good show and i was like oh this is this is fun and so that show really got me hooked but that was my first independent show like ever i mean I'm, i i might have went to one when i was really young like with my uncles maybe but i don't remember that at all so that was pretty much my first one ever did you have a first wwe show you ever went to do you remember your first one? Oh yeah I went to so many. Um, the first time I went to one, uh, my grandparents bought me tickets and I went with my uncle and we were sat on the floor and I was really little and it sucked. I couldn't see anything. I was standing <laughs> on a chair the whole time. Um, but it was the, uh, it was a raw and it was uh, Chris Jericho and uh, John Cena doing the battle of the bands. Oh, that, okay. it was that show. It was great show. Kane uh, and edge and a stretcher match. Uh, it was a great show, oh, um, but I've gone, nice. I've gone to almost every single Raw or SmackDown they've been in Cleveland for the last couple of years, um, and I've been to three pay-per-views now. So, but I'm hoping to travel, you know, for wrestling now that I'm really into it. Like I'm hoping to get to a Royal Rumble soon. Um, I know WrestleMania is in uh, Philadelphia next year, I believe. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get out to that, but we'll see. So. We got to so, get you on some of these cards out here. We got to get you to travel and actually work these shows. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, who do you uh, like to watch? Like you, when you're watching stuff like that, is there anybody specific? Uh, so, I was told uh, by another trainee that they, I kind of remind them of like a Kevin Owens, um, and I've always liked Kevin Owens. Um, but once they said that, I was like, oh wow, like yeah, like, I kind of do like kind of fit his script, I guess. So I really focus on stuff like what he does. And I've gone back and watched a couple matches of his, you know, from his, uh, before he got signed. Um, and yeah, I just, I love everything he does. I, I love his attitude, like the way 
you know, he can really control a match. So I don't know. I'm going to try to, you know, focus more on some of the stuff he does, maybe even some of the older stuff he does, try to emulate that. That's a lofty goal, my friend, to get to try that. The old stuff watching Kevin Steen do his, uh, his uh, sentons and he, the guy could do a little bit of everything. That's a, that's an interesting goal to get to. I, I wish you luck on that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of see myself as like, <laughs> I always wanted to be like a high flyer when I was younger. Crazy pants, obviously. Um, but obviously. Like now that I'm like <laughs> really doing it, it's kind of like, I want to do a little bit of everything. I think it'd be fun to kind of have, you know, a little bit of knowledge in all aspects. So yeah, I just want to call you crazy pants from now on. That's that's that's. <laughs> that he, he volunteered it. He volunteered Maybe it. That I'll might get be a it. throwback shirt or something, right? Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just you got to do like something small, like uh, when you get to your next shirt, throw in like a pair of pants with it saying "crazy" on it somewhere small in there as like a just like a reference, like that only yeah. certain people would get. Yeah. Yeah. Or the name on the back of your jersey. You just change it up. You put pants on the back. <laughs> I, I know we oh, have there there's a there's a pants in Ohio, but you know you can. It would work if you just just for us though. I think <laughs> you get you get three people popping in the room. There you go. It's worth it then. So Mars, uh, oh sorry, go ahead, Charles. Uh, we were informed uh, that uh, Josh likes to ask everybody who they travel with. Their road people. We were informed that your road people are the. Uh, the rip city shooters. So what's it like traveling with them guys? Uh, it's, it's an experience all in itself. Um, those guys are real fun. Actually. Uh, they take care of you, you know, it's cool to pick their brains cause they've been through a lot, you know, especially the last two years. I mean, those guys have skyrocketed. Um, yeah. so like, it's really cool to kind of see, you know, their like, see how they see the business and see how, they think of a match. Um, so I've learned a lot from them. Um, so it's really cool to be able to get in a car with them and go, but I've, I've rode a, a lot with uh, members only too. Um, and some of the new students, like we uh, just went to Pittsburgh uh, last weekend. Um, and so it was really cool to kind of just hang out with everyone and, you know, get in the car. That's kind of one thing I'm trying to do this year is travel a little more. Um, you know, my, was, my shoot what was that a ride was, show by the way? Was yeah, we went to, went to enjoy on that Friday oh, for nice. a little show, and <laughs> that was wild. We did a, a 13-man scramble. That was Oh, you were on insane. the car. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was crazy, but it was fun. Um, the atmosphere was real cool. It was almost like a Winchester show kind of kind of deal. Um, but then we went, there was a Lee Moriarty seminar at uh, Rise on Saturday. So that was the main reason why we were going was for that. And then some, most of the guys that we went with were booked on the rise show as well. Um, but the main reason I was going was to, um, for the Lee Moriarty seminar. Um, uh, but then I ended up getting on that Friday show. So that was real fun, real fun and real cool. And it was just, it was awesome hanging out with all the guys. I love how Lee Moriarty became uh, a name at AIW by coming to the Ultimo dragon seminar and uh yeah. <laughs> got a shot that way and now you guys are going to his seminar it's it's a it's it's really it's weird uh, it's a beautiful thing Very though weird. to me it's it's yeah i love it i love that he is uh in that position now where he's doing seminars and that stuff that's 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 a really great thing i love it yeah yeah he, he was so cool um when when aiw had the chris hero seminar he was there um so it was kind of weird to be at a seminar with him and then couple years down the road maybe a year 
go to one of his seminars. So it was really full circle there. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. He's, he's definitely a student of the game, and he's also the uh, most humble and sweetest person I've ever uh, met as a wrestler. And uh, I, I got nothing but good things to say about him. He, uh, he, he used to tease me at shows all the time. So I do miss that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's good to hear though, that you're, you're already furthering, you know, doing seminars, furthering up your career. I know, you know, the, the new class, I will, I will give you guys a lot of credit. You, you came out, AIW does a wonderful job with you guys. Derek and Dom had you guys. Uh, and I, 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 you know, it's not main regular TV, but you guys are TV ready. You guys came out, you had your gimmicks down. You guys look good out there. You didn't look like you didn't belong. It, it's it's a great thing to see you furthering your career and also traveling with those uh, older guys because you can learn so much from them older guys. Everybody to me is young anyway, but you, you <laughs> did a good. You know, it's you got a lot of a, lo- a lot of potential, and and this, the class you came out of is going to get a lot of respect. So it's great to see that you you want to go and do you know more more shows like that more jump in a 13 man scramble go to a, a <laughs> seminar the next day do this and you were saying something about your shoot job so i didn't mean to to cut you off what were you saying about that um, i was just saying like so it's kind of hard for me sometimes to get to go and travel uh with my mm-hmm. schedule um but but back to what you're saying thank you for the compliments because uh, that yeah. means a lot you know like i'm the kind of guy that likes to go full in on something you know i try to be 100 percent and I feel like once I started this academy, that's I've been full on. I you know, I try to go to every training session. Um, I try to take take every opportunity I can to get better. Um, and those guys, Dom and Derek, they've really set us up for for success. I mean, I couldn't have asked for better coaches than those two. Um, and like everyone in the school really helps us. You know, all the other wrestlers. You know, they all give us pointers. But like those two have really been very influential. So I couldn't thank them anymore. But, uh, but yeah, um, one more before I send it over to Marcy, um, our EVP of Femboys. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to ask your, uh, what, what do you, your, your finisher did, is, is that something that you, are you still working on and do you have a name in mind for it? Like, what do you want your, your finisher to be, uh, that kind of thing? Like, yeah, is it so the moonsault? Is it, what is it? My finisher is uh, the knockout punch, the knuckleball. Okay. Uh, but, you know, for like big shows maybe or like like a big moment, I've been using the moonsault. I call that the moonshot. Uh, but I don't necessarily want to hit that all the time because uh, it kind of hurts sometimes. <laughs> but Yeah, you don't um, need your uh, your knees replaced like Muda had. So yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah. So that's kind of something like I've been hitting, but it's kind of, Let's keep it in the back pocket, you know. Uh, so mostly it's it's going to be the knockout punch, um, which I think is real cool, real character-based. <laughs> okay. All right, Marcy, you're up. All right. So uh, to get, like, outside of your, yourself in the ring, uh, is there anything you like to do to, like, unwind? Do you like to, like, watch stuff, watch movies, TV, maybe play some video games, anything like that? Um, yeah. So, like, I play Xbox, um, mostly, like, sports games, you know, football, baseball. I do have 2K um wwe um but yeah I, I like to play video games but um i do bowl um as well i am a bowler okay. um so that's something i do uh every week on uh wednesdays but um so the youngstown yeah, show I, uh will be, you're gonna be showing uh, off your gonna be, skills yeah, right? gonna be showing off right uh, dude i don't know but i just i'm so excited to wrestle in bowling alley uh, that's all i gotta say 
I was uh, going to say that you the bowler. Now you have two different gimmicks. You could switch it up. Let's say at a Winchester, you could be a bowler. And when you know you do your softball, I almost, I almost the... did that for the Halloween show. Almost did that. But I went with the werewolf instead. <laughs> don't give it away. Don't give it away. <laughs> a back pocket for next oh, year. On. It could always be somebody different, right? Come on. <laughs> hey, Kay Fabian here. That's what we do. I'm, I'm going to have to bleep that now. <laughs> right. I told, I, I, oh, I no, you back. have to do work. <laughs> I know, I know. So much. Well, so I already have to do work for my screw up. So I mean, it's that's right um, now. Now, like as far as music goes, do you have like any music you like to listen to, like when you're working out or just like trying to unwind? Um, really, I mean, I'm kind of into everything. Mostly, I, I like a lot of rock, um, and uh, country. Obviously, my music. But um, yeah, I really don't have like a specific genre. I kind of am all over the place with music. Um, and then it's like so far in your career, who do you think had like the biggest impact as far as like your early career and even like going back into like your training? Yeah, um, I would say Dom for sure. Um, he's he's actually really helped me with my character a lot. Um, he's always, you know, giving me ideas and, you know, really trying to, you know, push, push me to the next level. Um, like I said, he's the one who picked out my song. Um, he, you know was really on board with the whole softball character. Um, so he's really been the biggest influence. Um, and like I said, everyone kind of, you know, gives you that little bit of advice. Um, but he's, he's been the consistent, you know, do this, don't do that. Try this. Oh, maybe don't do that again. Kind of guy. So definitely down. All right. And now we're about like halfway through your first year coming to the end of it. Is there any specific goals you have? Um, honestly, I just want to be, you know, more, consistent i feel like sometimes some of my matches are really good and then some of them are kind of like in the middle so i'm really just focused on being consistent um and trying to work on my body so that's really the two goals i have for this year is to be consistent and try to get rid of the belly (laughs) (laughs) and just to to wrap up is there any opponents in aiw you're looking forward to getting in the ring with I would really love to wrestle Derek again. Um, I had that fatal four way back at uh, Russell Rager, but I would love to, to go one on one with him for sure. I think that would be really fun. Um, who else? I would actually like to wrestle some of the students that debuted with us or with me. Um, I think that'd be fun to kind of go at it with all of them. And, I'm surprised they haven't put you guys in a scramble yet, all of you. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised too. I mean, I guess. Jaylit night two was kind of a scramble. It was supposed to be a tag, and it was, but it like kind of turned into all over the place. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I think that'd be fun to be in a scramble. But I kind of like that we haven't been. You know, we've all kind of grown up a little bit, so I think it'd be right. cool to one one show down the road do that. Now, now, I, I before I don't want to jump, Marcy, but I have a question regarding your your long term, and you know, after you're you're in this now, however long a year. What's the long-term goal for like the evolution of your character? Where do you want this to be? Like, how do you feel, um, you know, in two years, what you don't even have to like, it's not, you know, this is all hypothetical, but what, what would you like to see from, you know, your, your character and the development of your character um, as far as, you know, uh, personality wise or merch wise, or what, what do you see? What would you like to do? Yeah. Um, I think I really want to see my character, evolve almost as if like every every show is like an all-star game kind of you know 
Like I want to look, look as good as I can. Uh, I'm really kind of trying to focus on some gear. Um, so I feel mm-hmm. like my gear is kind of like simple and kind of boring. Um, so I really want to focus on trying to figure that out. Um, merch wise, um, I kind of working on some stuff. So I'm hoping to, you know, get a new shirt dropping in the next couple weeks. Um, but also I just really want my character to excel and I just want people to kind of relate to it because, you know, at one point or another, almost everyone played, you know, T-ball. So I'm hoping everyone can kind of get on board with what I'm trying to do out in the ring. Sure. I have two more. If, if you guys uh, don't mind. Um, so do you collect anything? I know some people collect sneakers. Some people collect figures. Is there anything that you collect? Um, I don't really have any major collections. Um, I have quite a bit of, of bobbleheads, um, but they're all packed away because I'm in an apartment. Don't have a lot of room, but um, they they're fun because they're kind of unique. You know, I have a, a, a bunch of Cleveland Indians ones, um, a couple Cavs ones. Um, but like I said, I don't have a ton of them. But that would probably be the one thing, if I would say, would be bobbleheads. Okay. And uh, let's go with the final question here. Uh, dream opponents. Uh, you can face anybody who, who, like, give me five guys you'd like to face. Five guys. Hmm. Or how, how many ever. Just uh, who? who, who I, I think I would love to get uh, a shot with uh, JB, Josh Bishop. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, definitely Wes. I think Wes and I could have a, a killer match. Um, anybody outside of AIW that you got your eye on in these right now? Anybody that you think um, that you think you want to? Even if you're not ready now, fine. But you, anybody you think you have a you want to make a run at? Let's say in, in five months. Let's say when you when you tighten yourself up or whatever. What would you like to do? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Ooh, throw me on the spot. Um. Honestly, like, like I'm still learning a lot about like the outside of AIW, so I don't really have anyone that's come to mind. Okay, but like, you know, a lot of AIW guys, I would love to square it up with for sure. I think you and Mancer could have a really fun match. Oh yeah, um, I think you and Kaplan, I think, would have a lot. Uh, could do a oh. lot of fun, especially with you talking about uh, doing all kinds of crazy backyard shit. I think you and Kaplan. Uh, could have a real just crazy uh, fight, especially considering uh, you could use your bat. I mean, there could be, yes, you know, it could be a yeah. lot of, a lot of interesting <laughs> things. Um, in that I think match. that bat needs to get more play. That's what I think. I think we need to see more of it and, and more of you using the, uh, the, the softball equipment and all that kind of stuff. Maybe throw the glove on and do a claw something like that. Oh no, man. <laughs> I, I would like to see them. Like if, 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 if if you like went full on heel, like I'd like to see you get the ref distracted and throw a, like a throw one of the balls at the person and then hit him and the, hit him. Uh, use the bat. Yeah. the bat. The bat is like a like everybody's waiting on you to use this bat. Uh, it, it's 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 like sting. There's baseball bat in wrestling. Uh, it needs it needs to get used as cheap shot. You know, as a cheap. Yeah, you got to name it. You, you got to name it. You got to start Dang wrapping it. it different colors. <laughs> you you got to start bringing it out and and really going hard on that. But I, I honestly, you, you can bring a bag of balls in the ring, throw them all up in the air so you distract your opponent. He looks up, they're coming down on him, done. 
all sorts of mm. good shit. But that's all heel. Oh, that's a good awesome. one. We, but that's all heel stuff. You can't do that now with how much everybody likes you. You can't and, do that. And you, right. could, <laughs> and you could also wrap that bat in barbed wire. Uh, oh yeah, in that go. match with Kaplan because uh, oh. you know we got a got a little hardcore with it. That may have to happen. We'll see. We we got the creative juices flowing now. We got <laughs> we got all sorts of shit oh, in our heads. I'll, I'll be taking notes. This is this is all good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're ready for voicemails, and uh, we got four or five. And then uh, Hendrix Hawkins called in last minute. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay. So first up is going to be uh, Adam Van. Uh, he has a rather long call, and I'm I'm worried about what this is. Hey guys, it's Adam Van, the star of Ad Odds with Wrestling. Just want to let you guys know, kind of give you an update. I am now three hours into Joe Sposto's recent appearance on Between the Sheets. And while I don't think I should ever be invited on as a guest on Between the Sheets, I think I could. I think I got the stuff. You know, like I feel it in my gut. So if it's cool with you guys, I'm going to go ahead and just do like an audition. And if you want to forward this over to like Bix or Zellner, that'd be cool. So got an after mag in front of me here. Here and February 2nd, 1995, Quebec City, Quebec. Aldo Montoya beat Quang. Davy Boy Smith beat Bob Acklin. <laughs> WWF Women's Champion Bull Nakano beat Alundra Blaze. Shawn Michaels what overcame Pierre Ouellette. Bret Hart beat Owen Hart in a no-holds-barred match. Adam Baum beat Henry Godwin. WWF World Champion oh. Diesel beat King Kong Bundy by DQ. Razor Ramon beat WWF Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett by Countout. The one 2 3 Kid and Bob Holly beat the Heavenly Bodies. And Lex Luger beat Tatanka. Now in February 3rd, 1995, Montreal, Quebec, Aldo Montoya beat Quang, <laughs> Davy Boy Smith beat Bob Backlund, WWF Champion Bull Nakano defeated Alundra Blaze, Shawn Michaels overcame Pierre Olette, Bret Hart beat Owen Hart again in another no-holds-barred match, I hate you, Adam beat Henry Godwin, so WWF World Champion Diesel beat King Kong Bunny by DQ. Razor Ramon it. defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett by Countout. One, two, three, kid and Bob Holly defeat the Heavenly Bodies and Lex Luger <laughs> beat Tatanka. On to February 10th in Pittsburgh, you Pennsylvania. Like Aldo Matoya defeated Quang. <laughs> WWF Women's Champion Bull Nakano beat Alundra Blaze. Shawn oh, Michaels shit. beat Davy Boy Smith. Razor Ramon beat WWF Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett by DQ. Bob Holly beat Jimmy Del Rey. Awesome. WWF World Tag Team Champions of Smoking Guns beat Well Done. Lex Luger beat Tatanka. Oh, and Bret Hart beats, once again, Owen Hart. All right, February 1995. February he's, he's 11th in it. Scranton, yeah, Pennsylvania. A 2,500 sellout. Duke Drosy beat Mantar. The Bushbackers <laughs> beat Well Done. One, two, three, Kid and Bob Holly beat the Heavenly Bodies. Kama oh. beat Quang. Razor Ramon beat WWF Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett by DQ. WWF Women's Champion Bull Nakano beat Alundra Blaze. Shawn Michaels beat Davey Boy Smith and Bret Hart uh, beat Owen Hart. All right, guys, if you can just go ahead and send that over uh, to the guys who do the decisions on that stuff, uh, it would be appreciated. Uh, I think I did a good job. I think I nailed it. Okay, bye. I fucking hate you, Adam. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to kill you. I love it. I love the commitment. Oh, Lord. Yep. Yep. Go ahead, Van. You go with yourself. I hope I mean, it wasn't don't... bad at all, uh, honestly. So, I mean, good for you, I guess. I guess. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right. Well, maybe the next one might actually have like a question for Austin. <laughs> Something. Hi, it's me, Sam from Burlington. 
<laughs> I'm in a good mood today. Yeah, because I saw Dom Green win last night. I like Dom. Do you think Dom is listening? He wasn't even wearing his glasses. How does he wrestle without them? <laughs> Maybe he eats lots of carrots. I like carrots. This is crazy. Oh, I see it's another interview show today. I guess there is no wrestling on to review. <laughs> Maybe because it's January. Or because Jay Gold was too cheap to renew his Fight TV subscription. <laughs> but the interview shows are fun. Maybe not six weeks in a row fun. Yeah, I read the upcoming schedule on Twitter. Fun-ish. Last week I listened to Hendrick Hawkins. That sure was a long show. Maybe he should change his name to Hendrick's Talkins. Right, Marcy? <laughs> I know. Maybe I'm a little light on material this week. Austin James is on this week. He calls himself Slugger. I like baseball. You like baseball too, right, Jayhawk? So in Austin James' photo, he's holding a metal bat, like for softball. Well, if he's looking for softballs, he's certainly come to the right place with this discussion. <laughs> Maybe I'm a traditionalist, but I like wooden... Nope. Put your penis away, Jay Gold. I'm talking about bats. Whenever I see a wooden bat, though, I think of that scene in The Untouchables, when Robert De Niro, as Al Capone, kills the traitor at the banquet with the bat. Hey, Charlie... Are you thinking what I'm thinking? No. Right. Time to invite Jay Gold to a fancy dinner. Make sure he orders the soup. Well, gonna go bite. That seems very mean spirit then. Oh, that was good. Oh, Sam. Sam from Burlington. Sam, Sam is on a different level. He uh he is something else. <laughs> Puts a lot of work into that. I uh I love him. He he may want me dead, Butters, with you, but you know. Yeah, he's uh <laughs> I think that spill outside of the Odeon just set something off in him and he's just been a different <laughs> guy ever since. <laughs> uh shit. Yeah. All right. Up next is the other JB who I just saw last night. Hey Indie Wrestling Guide, it is the other JB here. Uh so I heard that you've got Austin James in the uh studio today. Uh, I was just wondering uh, what his uh, favorite baseball movie is. Uh, my favorite is, uh, personally, is the uh, baseball scene in um, Sleepaway Camp, all-time stellar. Um, anyways, you know, uh, wondering what uh, his favorite and all of your favorites are. Anyways, I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. Talk to you soon. Attaboy. <laughs> so, Austin, so what do you got? Your favorite, favorite baseball, baseball movie? movie? Yeah, it uh, has to be The Sandlot. Such a classic. The original, so good. Probably by far my favorite baseball movie. Josh, is yours Major League? You know it is. Major okay, League I is the so. single the single greatest baseball and sports comedy ever made. And we're going to never acknowledge the other two. Two and three never <laughs> happened. And Major League One is, there, is couldn't, there could not be a closer to perfect baseball comedy or baseball movie than Major League. So, you know my opinion on that. Very good movie. Marcy, do you yep. have a favorite? I don't know. I always had an illegal copy of Angels in the Outfield, so I guess that one. Solid. That's a solid answer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had it recorded on VHS when I was a kid, for sure. Yeah. Little, uh... Austin, you see VHS tapes when we were younger. There were these boxes, and they had tape on the inside, and they went into a machine. I know you're really? a young man, so wow. I, I, I think maybe Bluetooth or LaserDisc for you, but I mean, uh, Blue, Blu-ray, but we watch things on VHS. <laughs> you guys do know I am 27. 
by the way. Yeah, that's still way so, younger than me, my friend. Yeah, but yeah, I, I know what a VG, VHS is. <laughs> I've, I had plenty of them. All right. All right. Uh, it's it's purple button time, even though there's no button. Uh, it's Ed. Hey, softball kid, why don't you ever hit anyone with that fucking bat? Why don't you crack your fucking skull <laughs> with it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the whole uh, call. <laughs> you can hit Ed with it when you see him at the show. It's, it's okay. I, I might have to. You know, Thorn slapped him in the face, so you could definitely hit him with the bat. It works. Oh, there he goes. Shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we answered that one. Not a heel. Not a bad guy. Not a bad guy yet, but we have a bunch of yes. moves in your arsenal that will unleash right. when you do become that. And, and you know, I won without the bat, so I mean, maybe I don't need it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. All right, uh, and last but certainly not least, it is uh, Hendrix Hawkins. This is your boy Hendrix. Um, sorry I had Austin James on. So, Austin, um, let's see if I can think of a decent question for you. Let's go with, um, I don't want to pick that up. Everybody else can pick. Is he sleeping? <laughs> All right, I got you. Here we go. So being you both being um, married men, I think the only two married men in our day viewing class, how do you personally balance personal life and wrestling life and whatever else you do, work, et cetera? Let me know, bro. I think he's looking for some advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> life advice. <laughs> Tell us what you got. How do you, how do you balance now that you're uh, w- with your new career? Because wrestling is now your new career. So what do you, how do you yeah, balance re- your work life and your, and your wrestling life? Wrestling takes a lot of time, um, but I really just try to um, be committed to, you know, all aspects of my life. So when I'm in wrestling mode, I'm committed to wrestling. You know, when I'm working, I'm committed to working. But when I'm home, you know, I'm committed to, but I'm actually not married yet, but I'm committed to my fiance. So I really, you know, try to, like I said, be 100% with everything I do, but I've also tricked her into liking wrestling, so it kind of works out. I mean, she kind of has to, right? Like she's she's a huge fan now. Well, she, you know, she always kind of, you know, knew I liked it, and obviously, but uh, now that I'm doing it, she loves coming to the shows. You know, she <laughs> she'll come to the shows even if I'm not on the, on the card. She's she's that level now, so it's that's it's great. Awesome. It makes makes my my life a lot easier. I don't have to. Uh, Say all right, I'll and I'll see you in twelve hours. <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, well, I think that's it. Um, so before we let you go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, anything you know? Uh, you got uh, your Twitter, everything like that. Yeah, I got a store on Brainbuster Tees. Oh, so, nice. Um, it's pretty much just the diamond logo right now, but you know, you get that on hoodies, um, long sleeves. So anyone wants wants to go on there and help me out. That'd be awesome. So, and then, uh, you know, my Twitter is, uh, at Austin underscore James 23. And then, uh, my Instagram is, well, let me see what the exact one is. Cause it's different. It's, uh, the period slugger period 23. Awesome. I am. We'll be joining up with that and we're on Brainbuster Tees as well. So we all have uh, a little bit of, a. uh, connection together it's great that you uh that you joined us tonight for real we we really love having you guys on you've all really um accounted for yourselves very well in these interviews and and uh, on this show i know the more we get you guys on on your way up 
you know, don't forget about us, you know, when you're up there, but we, we're all right with it, you know, go up there and be a star, but um, thanks so much for joining us. We, we really, we really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, this was my first ever, you know, interview. So thank you guys for giving, you know, me and my fellow graduates the opportunity. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, you did great. Thanks again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You have a good night, okay? Yeah, you too. We'll see you soon. You too? Yep, bye. bye. See you, Austin. That's a we're good just, kid. We're just slaying wrestling virgins left and right on this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Listen, that, that I, I honestly, I look forward to seeing him. He's He's got a really good head on his shoulders. These guys are AIW students, man. If you're listening to the, the entire series so far, these guys are, uh, they're ready. And they, they're confident and they're humble. And they're nice guys, and it's it's good to see good people, you know, on the way up. So, you know, kudos to you, Butters, for putting that together. Home office right on top of it. What crazy pants. Uh, man, let him do hardcore <laughs> shit with his baseball bat. Yeah, he could be like three faces of Foley. He does the softball, the bowler, and crazy pants. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mars. All right, Plugs. Marcy, take us home. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Fanboy voice spelled B-O-I. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fanboy. There's maybe somewhere else. It's not, you know, it's not done yet, but there's there's something in the works. Maybe a place for fans or something like that to go. If only. If only. Uh, but also, I'm oh, sorry, was I interrupting you? No, nope. go ahead. Uh, check out my other podcast, X Over. We just released our episode of our review of Turbo, a Power Ranger movie featuring IW Guide Caller Ed. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling him now. <laughs> he he is a uh, a he's a panelist now. I guess uh, he runs panels at uh, at uh, cons. He's a con panel runner guy person and. Uh, he said he had a really great turnout, so that's very awesome. Uh, I'm very that, proud that of Ed's him. Ed's got a bright future in broadcasting, I hear. So we'll, we'll, we we look, look forward to his progress. <laughs> or as a or as a cat girl, one of the two. Sure, one of those. Yeah. Yep. You know, I keep saying uh, that I wanted somebody from At Odds to call in, but somehow, somehow we got stuck with Adam Van and not Joe Sposto, who was who was who I was hoping we would have call in. Uh, every week and give us news uh, and fun news to talk about stuff. And I'm so disappointed for some reason that we are stuck with uh, Adam Van, who just just <laughs> tortures, tortures me and tortures us as a whole at this point. Um, I, I, I really like me, though. I think everybody does. Yeah, everybody likes Marcy. That's that's you're the even, one likable he, character. On even this Sam from show. Burlington for crying out yeah. loud. And he hates he all wishes, y'all. Yeah, he wishes death <laughs> upon me. So, well, uh, it's probably because you're always trying to pull your penis out, Josh. And, I don't uh, think that's true, by the way. And <laughs> I can, I honestly, I, I think there's there there needs to be some sort of conversation because that is <laughs> definitely not true. I don't think you can send callers to HR though. <laughs> this this one I can go find up in Burlington. I know where he lives. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. But you... there's so many Burlingtons. How do you figure out which one it is? <laughs> oh, shit. Burlington, New Hampshire, I'm sure. Could, could be the Burlington, Burlington. Coke Factory. I don't know. <laughs> Burlington, Vermont. Uh, or Burlington, Ohio. Who knows? Uh, all right. Uh, you can follow me at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, you can check out my other podcast uh, that I am producer of as well. If you catch my grift. I'm not sure what uh, our next episode is going to be on that or when the next episode's dropping on that. 
uh, hopefully soon. Uh, and I will send it over to Mr. Josh Gold uh, to yep. take us home. Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter at jgold12. Um, just shouting and ranting, doing whatever else I do. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And our Twitter handle, at IWGuide1. If you leave the one out, you're going to get something completely different. Don't forget about the merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com. Wear our faces on your body. Uh, listen to our podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling with the aforementioned Adam Van and Joe Sposto. The Super Fantastic Podcast. The card is going to change. The A Show Wrestling Cheers. Our very own Marcy's X Over. And our very own Home Office, If You Catch My Griff. Our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of IW Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brands, Set Tab Photo, and Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That's all I got for this week. Great day. Another good interview. Appreciate it from Austin. And as Santino Morella once said, oh, ha you lose. I got your delicious Subway sandwich, Jerry Stupid Lawler. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone, and uh, watch some independent wrestling. Why? So long. <laughs> Later. <laughs>